Hello, Dale Partridge here. You're listening to an episode from the Real Christianity Archive. Veronica and I originally began this podcast under the name Ultimate Marriage as a resource for our online marriage mentor program found at ultimatemarriage.com. While our marriage program is still a critical part of our ministry, after about 30 episodes, we decided to change the name of this podcast to Real Christianity as a way to widen the scope of our biblical content. That said, these are some of our most popular episodes, so please enjoy and stay with us on the journey to bring the church back to the Bible. Welcome to the Ultimate Marriage Podcast. This is the very first episode. We're super excited. My name is Dale Partridge, and this is... I'm Veronica Partridge. We have uh, been married now for coming up on uh, nine years, been together for almost 10 years here, mm-hmm. and so excited for that. Um, we want to set your expectations about what the podcast is about. So a couple things. One is that if you're listening to this on audio, that there's actually a video of it. So we have these uh, available for you to watch on YouTube uh, or at ultimatemarriage.com. If you're watching it on video, then know that it's also a podcast that you can download uh, and listen to You know, while you're driving. Um, so... Uh, Before we get started, um, I just want to, again, just set the expectations about what these episodes are about, what we're here to accomplish, and a little bit of our story, uh, as well as just, you know, what we, um, what our mission is here at Ultimate Marriage, and uh, how we hope this podcast will actually serve you well. So a couple things, just to start off, and I promise I'll let Veronica speak, uh, (laughs) because I'm the guy that will definitely speak too much. Um, And I'm the woman that doesn't mind it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So we have a we have a dilemma here. Um, uh, the main reason we started this whole movement is that we want you to have a normal Christian marriage. Now, just because something is common doesn't mean it's normal. Mm-hmm. See, it's very common to have a divorce. It's very common to have a um, a uh, angry husband. It's very common to have a workaholic husband. It's very common to have a disrespectful wife. It's not normal. And the Bible is what tells us what is normal for the Christian family, for the Christian marriage. And um, we want you guys to have a normal Christian marriage. We have not invented some crazy revolutionary philosophy on marriage. Um, This is what, what we've done is we've just looked at what the word says and applied that to our lives Um, A normal Christian marriage is filled with two people who love God more than they love each other. Um, And that is kind of what we've tried to create here. Now, we know this from experience because there was a time in our marriage that we had a very common marriage, but we didn't have a normal Christian marriage. And maybe you can just tell us, Veronica, what was it like eight years ago for our marriage? Yeah, so uh, when we got married, we are so excited to enter into this new season of life and within two weeks probably within that first month for sure um it was so much harder than we thought it would be um and i think that it was mostly just our own selfishness we were both very prideful it was kind of going into the marriage like uh this is who you get this is who you married yeah and we had just a really bad uh, perspective on marriage. We had no idea what the Bible actually said about marriage. And yeah, we fought. Uh, we've, you know, if you've seen the video on our homepage, we've threatened divorce before um, in our arguments. Um, I remember times of you running 
out <laughs> driving off yeah leaving driving the off. house slamming the door and driving off yeah and um so this is absolutely mm-hmm. part of our story we know what it's like to have a common marriage mm-hmm. um and and our marriage now is great uh yeah. it's been great for several awesome. years and uh, we want to share on how we got there and how you can get there as well um so i want to share a little bit about our story mm-hmm. because i think a lot of you guys have asked us like what you know, how did you guys meet and how long you guys been married and what does it all look like? So, um, I'm going to let Veronica just kind of start off where we kind of rekindled. We knew each other earlier when we were younger, but we rekindled our relationship over rock climbing and, uh, Veronica can tell that story. Yeah. So, um, Dale and I originally met when I was 14, yep, 15, something like that. You were 19 or 20, um, because he dated my sister. <laughs> That's a real thing. That's that really happened. Um, nothing serious. I ended up breaking up. We didn't see each other for five, six years or so, and then we ran into each other about five or six years later. Um, and Dale's first comments to me were, "Veronica, you're old and hot now." This is a real story, people. <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh, thanks." Um, <laughs> what do you say to uh, that? Okay. You're old and hot now. <laughs> By old, she was nineteen. I was nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Um, but it was interesting that I had ran into him that day because I was like, it's so crazy. I'm running into you. Cause I was just talking about you a few days ago and saying how I miss rock climbing. And when you and my sister were dating, I uh, used to go kind five of years the, ago. Yeah. I was like the tag along little sister and I would go rock climbing with you guys. Um, and for some reason it just popped in my head. I was talking to somebody about how I missed rock climbing and then you said, oh, well, it's funny that you bring that up because I actually just opened up my own rock climbing gym. I'd love for you to come check it out. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. And so I think, yeah, like two or three days later, um, I went rock climbing there and then got a membership and was just kind of a regular climber. Um, we became and friends. and Yeah, we became friends. And then we, we realized that I'd become a Christian. She had become a Christian since we had last seen each other. Um, and we talked about starting a Bible study at the rock climbing gym on Sunday nights. And we actually started this rock climb or this, 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 uh, this Bible study. And, um, that's kind of where we kindled a relationship. I kept asking her on dates over and over <laughs> again. And she said, no, no, that's not, no, that's not going to happen. No, I'm not going to go on a date with you. I decided that, no, she's going to go on a date with me at some point. So I'm just going to keep going. And I, I actually told her that I was going to marry her before she even went on a date with me. Yeah, and I just laughed at him. Yeah. I was like, ha if you can't even get me to go on a date with you, how do you expect <laughs> to marry me? Because I'm not going to go on a date with you. Yeah, so if you're single and listening to this, this is it's prophetic. That's what you are. You just got to be prophetic. Um, and so... So finally, you, you called me one day, and because it, it was getting to the point where I was like almost ignoring him. Yeah. And so I answered my phone. I was like, yes, Dale, what's up? He's like, I just want to know why you won't go on a date with me. Like, why? And I was like, I could just because you dated my sister. It's weird. You're five years, four and a half, five years older than me. Like, it's just weird. Um, and then we you, finally went ice skating. Yeah, you you just kept begging me. I was like, all right, fine. I'll go on a date with you, but it's only <laughs> to get you to stop asking me to go on a date with you. <laughs> and we're just friends. And, and then obviously that didn't work. We're married yeah. and have three kids now. So. Yeah. So, so this was, yeah, we dated, um, our first date was ice skating and, uh, one of those places that you make your own food. It's kind yeah, of, a, which was interesting. Interesting. I'm not into cooking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was fun. So we, we, um, we, uh, dated for eight months, uh, asked her to marry me, um, on a gondola ride 
in uh, Newport Harbor, Newport Harbor, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, a story for another time. Um, <laughs> it had its own funny moments. And then we were married at one year. So pretty much one three year. Three months later. Yeah, yeah, three months later. So pretty much from when we, when we uh, started dating, one year later, we were married. And we, uh, by God's grace, stayed pure. We, we, uh, we both came from relationships that had struggled with that in the past. Um, and so we built a testimony that we could tell our kids honestly, that mom and dad worked hard at that. Um, and, uh, then we got married and it was horrible. (laughs) (laughs) It was just, but it's true. Yeah. I mean, I would say the same thing. It was just a bad situation and we had no idea what we were doing. Um, and so around uh, the first year, we, we just were trying to kind of make it up on our own. We were innovating. We were uh, trying to, to kind of invent what marriage should be. We, we, we'd never really seen it s- by, by several couples modeled really well. No, uh, we've never had a healthy marriage modeled for us. Yeah, yeah. And so this was just a part of our reality. So you can't create what you haven't seen. And that is just a true fact. It's very difficult, at least, to create something you've never seen or experienced. And, and we were allowing our emotions to dictate what was right. Our actions. Yeah, our actions. And so um, at about year four, we started to have a turn. And uh, after kind of diving back into church relationships, we met our good friends, Aaron and Jen Smith. Well, yeah, I would say our first two years were the hardest. And then year three started to get a little bit better. Um, and that was because we had entered the... Um, we started going to a marriage ministry mm-hmm. on Wednesday night. So things started getting better, but it wasn't until year four where things really like improved and made a, a drastic difference. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, uh, so this was, this was a huge turn for us. We decided actually, and I'm an entrepreneur. If you guys don't know, I started several companies and this has got to be difficult for a woman to be married to this. Um, because that was, that was a crazy season of life. I mean, I'm still an entrepreneur, obviously, hence the podcast that we've started. Um, but, uh, at that point, um, life turned around. Um, we, we finally turned around when we met our first Christian mentors. We had lots of actually, we actually, we had lots of mentors. This was the first time that someone really discipled us though, Mm -hmm. like spiritually fathering us, spiritually mothering us because, not like the pastor that's on the stage that you get the keynote presentation every week that you've actually never gone to dinner with, but you keep going to listen to hear him talk. That wasn't the case. This, this couple, um, they pastored a house church. We were intrigued with house church and they started pouring into our lives as, as almost like their children. And this really yeah. changed our, our life. What, what do you think was the big change uh, with that relationship in our life? I think the authority that they spoke into our lives was huge. Um, and it just kind of came down to, well, do you want to live your life according to what the word of God says? Mm -hmm. You say that you're a Christian. You say that you follow the Bible or you believe in the Bible or you believe in the Bible. Do you actually apply it to your life? Yep. Yeah. And we're going to, and that was, like a turning point we're just like hmm like yeah I think so I think we apply it and they're like well what about these areas hey Dale Partridge here last year I heard a disturbing statistic only 11% of Christians have read the entire Bible now we can't wonder why the church is being influenced by the culture more than the culture is being influenced by the church you see the vast majority of Christians don't know God's word because they've never read it We cannot live out what we do not understand. So Veronica and I want to challenge you right now to read the Bible in one year. We've put together 
a basic 365 day reading plan that'll take you no longer than 20 minutes per day. And you can download it for free at ultimatemarriage.com forward slash Bible. Again, that's ultimatemarriage.com forward slash Bible. Now let's dive back into the show. Yeah. And we, we noticed that, I mean, almost every church going Christian is going to go, oh yeah, yay for the Bible. Like, you know, uh, they're going to check that box off on the test that I believe in the Bible, Mm -hmm. but it didn't have any jurisdiction or authority in the way that we actually behaved and lived. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was a big shift for us that we're actually going to spend the next episode talking a lot about that, about what's happening. What's your relationship with the Bible? Because this was the word of God saved our marriage. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is absolutely a true statement. Um, And so now fast forward several years later, um, we've been in deep relationship with these people. We've now actually, uh, we have three kids. And so if you want to share about our kids and, and what that looks like just for people that maybe are new to the podcast and new to our story. Yeah. Um, so we have three kids. Um, our daughter is the oldest Aria. She is four and a half. And then we have our son honor who is two and a half. And then we have our other son, Valor, who is just turned one mm-hmm. this past month. Yeah. And, and we hope for more. Um, we're, mm-hmm. we're, uh, um, I'm adjusting my mic. So deal with me guys. Um, we hope for more. We're excited for a big family that could be four or five or seven or nine or 10. I don't know. We don't put a number on it. We just kind of go, Lord, what are you doing with us? We've kind of yielded our hearts to that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very scary, it's big boy and big girl faith <laughs> yes, right there. It's very scary. Um, and so now we live on a small farm uh, here in Central Oregon. We, we moved from Southern California, and now we live on a small seven-acre farm in, in, uh, in Central Oregon overlooking the mountains. Uh, we have four seasons here. It's really great. Um, I'm studying theology, uh, a mixture between studying theology at the Oxford Center of, for Christian Apologetics um, and also uh, studying at Western Seminary, doing some uh, biblical theology and hermeneutics there. So I, I'm actually very much in the word, um, I'm, we Veronica and I together have planted a church at our home and we are uh, house churching. And so I am very much pastoring and, and, and what that looks like. And did you ever think that you were going to marry a pastor when you married me? Not when I married you. No, no. <laughs> I always like, when she married the other well, guy and no, I'm kidding. Well, I had dated two other guys before that were in ministry before yeah. you and I started dating. So, I mean, I, I always assumed that I would be in ministry at some point. Um, but when I married, you know, because you were so into business yep. at the time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we have a house church and, uh, every week I'm learning the word and trying to teach it and preach it. And it is a, a definite, uh, change and shifts in our, our world that we never thought. Um, written a couple books, a uh, new book that just came out, Save from Success. I'm not promoting. I'm just letting you guys know about our story. I'm a writer, uh, Veronica. I'm just pulling her out of her shell. She just like wants someone to make the decisions for her. She's very indecisive. Um, she needs a coach to kind of move her along. I'm indecisive in most areas, but when it comes to like our home, I'm very decisive. Yes, exactly. When it comes to like my domain. Yeah. Our house is ordered like a machine because Veronica is super organized. Um, we're also debt free. That's one big thing that I think it's important because it has authority in the way that we're going to speak to you guys about money at some point. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we've paid off, uh, Okay. We were not debt free when we got married. So, oh, well, when we got married, before we became one as a single person, I was debt free. Yeah. I married into debt. Yes, I had eighty thousand dollars in debt. 
to Best Buy to <laughs> to um, uh, Buy the TVs I- on credit cards, the IRS, stupid, stupid stuff. And um, your car, yeah, your car. Veronica comes in like I have a couple thousand dollars in my bank account <laughs> and no debt. And I'm like, great, welcome to the crowd of idiots over here. Um, and so we paid off our our uh, all of that debt over a period of about four years. And then we started chunking away at our cars, and then we started chunking away at our mortgage. At our house, yeah. And um, that was not easy. We we ran into some money in terms of businesses were sold, and and opportunities were 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 available to us. And you know what? The least sexiest idea to do with a bunch of money is to pay off your mortgage. <laughs> To an entrepreneur. To an entrepreneur. To, I just go to like, a business guy that's a dreamer that wants to, what's the next exciting thing? I could buy three more rental properties with this or whatever. And you I'm know? just like, no, we should pay off our mortgage. Yeah, Veronica. Just ha- get it done. The voice of reason right here. The reservoir of wisdom right here. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah, so we. right decision, but I just don't want to do it. And we actually just for a long time tried to double our, our mortgage payments. And we then we tried to triple yeah. our mortgage payments. And there was a couple seasons where we were doing really well and- we quadrupled the payments and just, yeah, pay chunks off at a time. And then if we came back down into lower income, um, for seasons, cause I'm an entrepreneur and that's what income looks like is you go ups and downs, mm-hmm. we would just pay the, the bare minimum. And so the last thing it's a really important that you guys know about us is that we watch way too much. Oh gosh. Everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> Okay, so some people like watch Friends and Seinfeld or whatever else is going on. Oh yeah, we're everybody loves Raymond folk over here. Yeah, it's every not single th- night, probably two episodes as we're falling asleep. <laughs> we've, we've seen every single episode so many times, ten times if not more. Yeah, so that it's one of those things that just plays in the background, and yeah, not the greatest representation yeah, of marriage. Don't take any marriage advice from that TV <laughs> show. Um, but it's actually a fairly clean uh, show in terms of like the moral. Uh, in comparison to maybe like friends or something like oh, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just much more clean that way. So um, so I want to tell you guys just about a little bit of a, I think what really shifted us as a, as a, as a married couple um, is a quote that Matt Jacobson, who is the guy that discipled us and discipled me uh, personally. Um, Matt's got eight kids and been married for 25 years. They had their, just had their 25th anniversary. Yeah. yeah. So, so um, uh Awesome guy, lots of fruit on the tree. Um, And he told me this quote that he uses all the time. It says, if you believe wrong, you'll never live strong. And so it's worth writing that one down. If you believe wrong, you'll never live strong. And Veronica and I, we believed wrong about marriage. And we didn't know necessarily what, um, you know, when you don't know, when you can't believe correctly, you improvise. Um, or you take on what culture tells you. Or you take, exactly, you take on what culture tells you what to believe. And, um, you know, marriage doesn't need our help. God doesn't need us to innovate the structure of marriage. There already is a blueprint and a plan that works quite well if you just submit and yield your hearts to following that. And, um, and Veronica and I want to just make that clear is that we are not having some revolutionary approach to marriage. What that looks like for us is that um, we, we have a complementarian view of marriage, meaning that that she is compliments me and I compliment her. Um, I am the spiritual leader of the home. Um, that is something that that is shown in First Corinthians chapter eleven. Uh, it is also shown in, in Ephesians chapter five, and uh, we spend a lot of time trying to walk out what those roles look like. Mm-hmm. Veronica is 
the, the, the heart of her ministry is the home. Um, she is fulfilling the great commission with our children. Um, and what does that look like for you to be a biblical wife? Big question off the cuff. Yeah. Um, well, I, I want to honor the Lord and whatever it is that I do. And if the Lord has called me as a wife to submit to my husband, I consider it an honor to follow what the word of God says. So I, I'm going to submit to my husband and his leadership and whatever that looks like. Um, I don't necessarily, I mean, now I think we've come a long way where we can talk about it and it's fine. But in the beginning, when I was adjusting to submitting, um, I didn't necessarily always agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not that we don't have those conversations. If there's something that I'm struggling with, we can have those conversations and talk about it very openly. And you get to listen to me in um, a loving and understanding way. And um, But ultimately, you have final call, and I submit to whatever that is. Um, yeah, and I'm sorry. Well, there's, there's not—I mean, that's a great answer. There's nothing scarier for a wife than following a man who isn't following God. That's a very scary thing. Yeah, and I and I know that Dale loves me, and I know that he has his best interest for myself and for our family, um, and so I trust, I trust your decisions. Um, yeah, and it took time to get there. Yeah, and she actually yielded before she got there. So just know that that's a really important point because it doesn't say submit. Uh, you know, wives submit to your husbands only if they make great decisions. Um, right. It, that's the hard part. Now, husbands, I'm going to hit you guys so hard on this podcast that women just just know that I'm not just piling it onto you guys hard here. Uh, the, the guys have a lot of work to be doing in terms of what it means to be a biblical man and a biblical husband. For me, that means that uh, I don't just I don't just um, have this independent relationship with God. I actually steward that throughout the home. I help Veronica. I take her along the journey that I am going on. I don't look at pornography. I don't uh, entertain thoughts of other women. I respect her. I have a, I, I recognize the reservoir of wisdom that sits within my wife. Um, and this, but at the end of the day, yeah, there is, I mean, tell me how many companies do great with two CEOs. None. <laughs> none. Tell me how many countries do great with two presidents. Uh, none. Okay. It doesn't work anywhere. The idea of an egalitarian marriage, um, it's very popular in culture today mm-hmm. where I always say this, equal value, different, different role. Different role. Mm-hmm. Remember that. We have equal value and we have different roles. Mm-hmm. And so does she have any less value before the Lord? No, no. Uh, we have equal value in different roles. Um, and so this is our hope is just again to share what it means and take you guys on a journey. Um, whether it's things that need to be talked about in culture, whether that's things that need to be uh, discussed from a curriculum standpoint of walking you guys down that road. Um, Jimmy Evans has a great quote, and then we'll transition to some stuff that I'm going to ask Veronica. Jimmy Evans has a great quote. He says, your marriage has a 100% chance of success if you do it God's way and not your own. And that's something that we've learned. Um, And uh, so we're going to do... Um, some 20 to 30 minute episodes. And do you remember what I told you about the format? You want to share it? And just in terms of 10 to 15 minutes. So, okay. (laughs) I call my wife off here. Um, So we're going to do 10 to 15 minutes of um, just a lesson. 
And then we're going to answer two to three questions. And how has right. this been helpful for people that we've been asking questions for? How has it been helpful? Well, like, like we've answered questions for a lot of mar marriages on mm -hmm. the internet so far. What's been, what, what's your kind of pulse on that? I mean, the feedback that we get in, on some of the like live interviews we've done for Q&As um, has been great. I mean, people are, you know, I, I was really convicted when I heard your answer to this response. So I tried walking it out in my own marriage and I'm already seeing the fruits of it. Me and my husband are so much more connected. And um, so I'm just like, praise God. That's awesome. I'm so. Yeah. And, and what we saw is how much need is there for, oh, yeah. for guidance. I mean, we get messages every day, Yeah, every day um, yeah. asking for marriage advice. And it's hard stuff. Yeah. I mean, some of the deepest, darkest stuff. And we, we want to be able to help. We are geographically and relationally strangers to these people though, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so all we can do is give advice on a general sense, um, and hope that you guys get to have the application in your marriage in whatever way that seems wise. Um, format, we're going to do this every Wednesday. So a new show is going to be dropping out every Wednesday. Um, and if you guys have questions, so we're going to do 15 minutes of a lesson and then 15 minutes or 10 to 15 minutes of answering your questions. So if you have a question, all you have to do is just go to support at ultimatemarriage.com, email that uh, address, and we will get your questions. And we will, if they fit for the show, then we'll put them in the show. Or we'll we answer it two to three of them a week. Two to three of them a week, mm -hmm. yeah. And sometimes we'll spend a couple minutes on them. Sometimes we'll spend 10 minutes on them. Um, and... Uh, a couple things uh, before we close, because we're going to just try to keep these episodes short, um, is that you can in, you can watch these videos, these podcasts on YouTube, and you could just go to ultimatemarriage.com forward slash YouTube, and it'll take you to the YouTube channel. Um, and then um, we're going to give you guys a memory verse every single week. Now, it might sound elementary, but... I love it. I love the idea. I... I'm a mom, obviously, to three young kids, and I do try and read my Bible every day. I get, you know, five out of seven days at least. And yeah, there are times where I want to know scripture. I want to study it. But I, especially in the season I'm in with my reading right now is I'm just reading through the whole Bible. And my goal is just to read through the whole Bible. I don't really have a lot of time to just study it right now. I'm going to do that after I've read through the whole Bible. And so when I want to learn scripture, especially marriage-based or um you know, family oriented scripture. I just love that, you know, this gives me a, a challenge every week to, to do it. I do it with my kids. So why not do it? For... Yeah, exactly. We need to model this stuff for our families and for mm -hmm. our spouse. And so men, so this that is... means I get a sticker every day. If <laughs> I get my memory person. If you guys saw our like house, Veronica's got like everything meticulously organized. <laughs> um, so kids got sticker plans is what's going on. That's but, right. um, so yeah, so men, I expect you guys to to memorize the scripture. Don't you, you can't tell your family and your wife and your children to study the word and to to memorize scripture if you haven't done it yourself. We have to lead by example. We have to actually be able to say to your wife and to your children and to other couples, follow my example or follow our example um, as we follow Christ. And so the memory verse this week is Proverbs eighteen twenty two. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Okay? You find a good thing. So if you're a single person, because I think we're going to have quite a few singles that are going to listen to this. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, a wife's a good thing. So that three-year dating relationship needs to kind of turn the knobs and get married here pretty soon. 
Um, and then the last thing I want to talk about is we're going to do a retreat. And so why don't you share a little bit about that? We've done the last one. Talk about our last one, how fun it was. Yeah. So our last uh, marriage retreat was last summer yep. um, at this really beautiful place here in Central Oregon called the House of Metolius. We had 14 couples mm-hmm. um, and it was very, yeah, very intimate. Um, it was kind of living room type setting. Everyone just kind of sitting around. There was a teaching. There was um, handouts, mm-hmm. questions for couples to answer together. We did a lot of stuff in groups. We also did stuff where the couples went off on their own and answered questions and went through um, do the challenge together. And we had tons of fun. Like oh, we, yeah. We had we, lots of breaks. We, you know, ate, we had our meals together. Yep. Um, it was pretty much an all-day thing. Um, but there was definitely breaks in there as well. Um, but, so, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, so we're going to do the same thing again um, October 4th through 6th. Uh, and we're doing it here in Central Oregon again. We've got a different, different venue. location this time. It's at um, the Sun River Resort. Yep. Which is about... 45 minutes in the opposite direction of the other one. The other yeah. one's like 45 minutes north. This one's 45 minutes south. It's beautiful. This place is oh, yeah. awesome. Beautiful location. View of the mountains. It's on a golf course. On the, the river. river. On the river. Yeah. Um, so yeah. It's and it'll be, co- trees. it'll be cozy. Mm-hmm. Um, so there can be some cuddling uh, for you and your spouse. Um, I want to crack a joke, but I'm not going to. Um, and uh, so it's, it's, it's going to be a fun thing. It's three days uh, and you can learn more just going to ultimatemarriage.com and then just go to the tab and just go to retreat and uh, check it out. It's only have room for 15 couples. Well, and it's awesome too. I mean, you get so close and you get, you get to know all these couples really well. And I think we're friends with like all of them on social media. So we still keep in touch. I know a lot, like several of them have had babies even since yep. ours last year. Some of them had pregnancies that happened there mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> and so it, it was a really fun time and all your foods included all your drinks are included mm-hmm. your lodging we're staying in this every per, every couple is going to get their own um is it like just like a little cabin it's like their own thing? cabin that has their own kitchen it's two stories loft their own fireplace kind of thing yeah it's just mm-hmm. going to be awesome so um again guys uh check it out ultimatemarriage.com we're stoked just to start this journey with you guys and to share what we're doing um, and we haven't figured it out uh, fully. Um, we, we're studying it a lot. We're walking it out. I would say that we can absolutely say follow our example. Well, yeah, we're on the journey with them. Yeah, you but, guys want to grow and learn and yeah. follow the word of God. And so do we. And I'm sure we're going to be in a much different place 10 years from now than we are now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, in we, a better place. Yeah, we, we, we are not the couple that's been married for 50 years. Um, so we want to make that clear. So, um, again, memory verse is Proverbs eighteen twenty two. Get that memorized for our next episode coming out next Wednesday. Um, and again, thanks for tuning in to the ultimate marriage show and we will see you guys next week. Hey, Dale Partridge here. Many of you don't know, but Ultimate Marriage is actually a ministry under our nonprofit organization, relearnchurch.org. Our mission at Relearn Church is to bring the church back to the Bible. And secondly, to relearn what it means to be the church in the world. Now, we do this in four ways. The first is we train Christians how to plant biblical house churches. And we do this through in-person workshops and online media. The second is helping Christian married couples have biblical marriages. Now, this podcast, our retreats, and our 12-week online program is part of that effort. The third is biblical parenting, and the fourth is biblical manhood. As of now, we only have enough budget to build out the first two initiatives, but our hearts are yearning to create more content, more courses, more programs, and more events. But we need your help. 
If our ministry has been impactful in your life, would you prayerfully consider supporting Relearn Church financially? From $5 per month and up, every little bit helps. And if this interests you, you can make a tax-deductible donation at relearnchurch.org forward slash donate. Again, that's relearnchurch.org forward slash donate. Thank you for your consideration. Now let's dive back into the show.